0: The holy Gospels from matthew twenty five one to thirteen Glory to you, o Lord. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this: Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flask of oil. With their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout Look, here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all those bridemaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom claimed. And those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet. And the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaids came out also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated at this time. Let us pray. Almighty God, you call us to be your disciples. You call us to be ready. Help us to remember those who are poor, those who are hurting, those who need your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. A young woman was getting herself ready for a blind date. The date involved going out to an, to an exclusive restaurant with live music and dancing. And she was excited. She went out and had her hair done, spent time getting her makeup just right, finding the correct dress, and getting ready for her date's arrival. His expected time came and went. And then after an hour, she decided that she had been stood up. She was disheartened. She got ready for bed. About an hour later, the doorbell rang. It was her date. He looked at her with surprise and said, What? I gave you an extra two hours and you're still not ready? Her trial will be next Tuesday. Justifiable homicide, I think. So we have a text, The Ten Bridesmaids, Five Wise, Five Foolish. And just as a side note, the word foolish there is the English equivalent of moron. Sorry, that's just the way it goes. So in this story, who do you identify with? I have identified with the five wise bridesmaids, always did enough good stuff, kept my lamp full of oil with good works and good faith and prayer, enough to face the dark, sinful world. I see myself as holding that lamp of faith. I've identified myself with the five foolish bridesmaids. As in hard times, I'm holding my lamp, and the lamp seems to go out and get so dim. There was no more light, and the world was dark, and there was no oil to find. So, in looking at the text... What did the foolish bridesmaids do as their mistake? Everyone fell asleep, even the wise. They were supposed to be awake. They weren't. So that cannot be the problem that the foolish mistake was. Maybe the mistake was the bridegroom. The bridegroom was late. The bridegroom caused not enough oil to be had for the lamps. The bridegroom was the one who was late. The text is very confusing. And so I asked the question was this their mistake? The foolish ones? Maybe their mistake was leaving. The bridegroom came and would have welcomed the friends because we know that the bridegroom comes with his own light. And if their lamps were out or not very bright, faith would have made his light greater. So, are we like the foolish? We wait, not seeking to be anything other than just present for the bridegroom? And so we trust in faith that the bridegroom arrives. Our little lamps won't make any difference if they're on or if they're off. The light of the bridegroom will be enough for all. But there's also something else in this text, and it bothers me. What do we do with the wise ones? The ones who had extra oil. The ones who would not share their oil with the others. What do we do with them? So we look at the Bible story of the wise and the foolish, and this story seems to lift up Selfish behavior. They say we cannot share with you because we might not have enough for ourselves. We're not sure, but just to be safe, we're not sharing. You remember my definition of sin? S, I, N. Is that what is going on with the wise? It seems that the wise and the foolish are both operating under the same premise. There is scarcity of oil and there is fear about the bridegroom. So we're looking then at a situation where these bridesmaids are afraid, and they're afraid of the bridegroom, that the bridegroom won't have friendship with them. So the wise then make a decision, and they break up the community. They send the foolish to their friends and relatives and shopkeepers looking for oil. And by the time they get back, they are ostracized. They're left out. The door has been shut. Maybe the groom thought that they had left and gone home to bed. But that's not the truth the foolish ones went looking for oil they bear no great sin they fell asleep like the others but traditionally that this passage praises the wise and condemns the foolish but this parable doesn't fit with what we understand Jesus to be. So, is the bridegroom really a Christ figure who so unlovingly cast out the foolish? Is this the same Jesus who would leave the sheep, the 99, looking for the one? Is this the same Jesus who has the woman looking for her lost coin, one out of ten? Is this the same Jesus that looks for the prodigal son to return? In one word, no. So, What's going on that we're missing? One thing is, this story doesn't fit the normal bridegroom story outline. The groom would have arrived at the wedding with his bride, not going to get his bride. The bridesmaids would have been friends of the bride, And would have been with her so that they all would have returned to the wedding feast together. So we're fighting a different story. The story is different. Is this the story of an end times where Christ is waiting for his bride? It doesn't fit. So this isn't that kind of story. So what we look at then is, when was this written? Why did Matthew write this story this way? And this story is only in Matthew. So, the destruction of Jerusalem was written in about about 70 A.D., This story was written just after that event. After the destruction of the temple, the Jewish leaders were trying to save their way of worship. They were trying to decide who was Jewish and who was not. They were drawing a line in the sand And the Jesus Movement people were on the outside. So this story of the wise and the foolish is really about real life. It's about religious leaders who shut the doors of the temple, which was no more, and then shut the doors of the synagogue to the Jesus Movement followers. So what's the point of the story then? In Matthew, there is a story of the ten bride, bridesmaids, the three who received talents while the, lead, the owner leaves, and the judging of the nations by sheep and goats. In the end, that last story helps us see the whole text. That last story says those who get into heaven will be decided by the way they gave, what they gave away, whether they took care of the poor, whether they welcomed the stranger, whether they clothed the naked, whether they visited the sick and the imprisoned, and whether they shared what they had, maybe including oil for their lambs. If they hoarded what they had, they had their reward. It was comforting, but temporary. The wise bridesmaids on earth had their wedding feast on earth, but it may not be the wedding feast of the kingdom of heaven. So you find yourself in the parable. I've been foolish, and my lamp has run out. I've been wise, and feared that sharing and losing what I had. I've been the bridegroom, refusing to let people in. And maybe that's the point the point of the parable will be to be a mirror, to allow us to find ourselves and to find faith. So, if you find yourself a foolish bridesmaid, maybe it might be wise to wait in the darkness. Don't run for it. The darkness can be a holy place and God will meet you there. So maybe you find yourself as the wise bridesmaid. Remember to share what you have, even if it scares you. The chance is that in that giving, you will find yourself in a holy place, and God will meet you there. And if you are the bride's groom, remember to open wide the door for the banquet feast. Don't let hurt feelings insulate you from others. Welcome those who have made mistakes and who walk in darkness to a holy place, because God will meet you there. Stay awake, be alert. The presence of the risen Christ is with us. Thanks be to God.